from March of this year until now, which is about halfway through November, we grew our Amazon sales from $400,000 a month to $800,000 a month in about seven or eight months or so. How were we able to do this? Well, we applied what most people don't think of on Amazon um, from direct marketing to Amazon. We applied the basic principles that we use on Shopify all day long where we sell over two million a month, almost two and a half million dollars a month on Shopify. And so the same way that we've scaled up that on Shopify, we've applied those tactics to Amazon or that strategy to Amazon. And so the general idea that everyone does that does any sort of volume on their own website is the goal is to increase your lifetime value, decrease your whole constant, your customer acquisition cost. And as long as you can acquire customers at break even over whatever reasonable period of time, which we can talk about in a second, then you acquire as many customers as possible. So when we were first scaling our sales on Shopify, starting just at $17,000 a month, we didn't have any external funding. We didn't want to put our own money into the business. And so we basically had to break even either upfront or in the second month after getting a new customer. And so we were only willing to spend that amount, which at the time was $40, basically. It's like if we can get customers for $40, we'll get as many customers as possible because we want to break even in the second month. Because in the second month, we had basically $80 in revenue from your average customer. Our gross profit was 50%. So that meant $40 in gross profit from a typical customer. So if we acquired them for $40, we got $40 out of them in profit, gross profit. By the end of the second month, we were breaking even. And we acquired thousands of customers that way. Today, because we're more scaled up, we've got a big subscription base, more established business. Now, we're willing to break even on a customer in a year. And so that means our customer acquisition cost that we allow has gone way up which is fine because after a year, it's still all free money and allows us to keep spending and acquiring more customers, knowing that after a year, based on all the data that we have now, that they're just going to keep buying stuff after a year or some percentage will, and it works out. It's all good. So it allows us to keep scaling that. So we basically applied that same framework to Amazon, which is one of the reasons we were able to scale from $400,000 a month to $800,000 a month. And so we kind of um, decided to offer this as a service inside of our company, amazing.com. But at the end of the day, our e-commerce business is really the only customer. <laughs> we haven't actually gone out there and recruited other customers. I think we're finally at the point now where we could take maybe one more customer. Uh, not the point of this whole thing, just letting you know that's kind of how we run it. So a big part of it too was a guy named Devin who's managing this inside of Amazing. He works with us and uh, he's been a huge help. So he's done a fantastic job. Um, implementing this framework and doing all the maintenance and uh, management that he's done a fantastic job at. So what we've done is to try to increase our lifetime value, or at least know what it is at first, but try to increase our lifetime value, decrease our customer acquisition cost, and wherever we possibly could, acquire customers that break even, keep acquiring more of them. And so the way we've increased our lifetime value is getting more people on subscription, so we offer a 30% discount on our Amazon product pages for first-time subscription customers. Most people just stick with the standard 5 or 10% or whatever Amazon offers. They don't go more aggressive, but we've seen our subscriptions explode by offering a more aggressive coupon because it's only on the first order. So it's only first-time subscribers on the first order. And so we've seen our subscriptions. We have over 10,000 subscribe and save customers now on Amazon in large part because of that coupon. So getting more on subscription, increases lifetime value because what we found out early on 
is that our lifetime value of non-subscribers was basically half of that of subscribers. Subscribe and save customers on Amazon. So the more we get on subscription, the more higher percentage of our customers are now subscribe and save customers. That means overall lifetime value increases. Next part about increasing lifetime value because most people in e-commerce, most customers are only gonna order once. Something like 75% will probably never come back because they've got a million other people to buy stuff from. So that first order and really every order matters a lot. Um, but a big part of your lifetime value on Shopify or Amazon comes from that first order. So you've gotta get that average order value as high as possible because for a lot of customers, that's the only order they're ever gonna make. Um, and then repeat buyers, it's also gonna be affected by your average order value. So on Amazon, the way we've been able to do this is by adding multi-packs to our listings. So we'll literally send in two units wrapped together and that'll be another variation on that same listing. And so that's worked well for us. I mean, it's also if you're selling, say supplements, if you sell a, say 60 count, adding 120 count on the same listing, uh, even if your main thing is a 60 count, that 120 count, some people are gonna buy that thing. And so being able to let people buy more at the same time is gonna be better. Some percentage are gonna take it, whether it's a multi-pack or a higher quantity unit, any of that kind of stuff is gonna increase your average order value and allow you to acquire more, uh, spend more to acquire a customer. Then from a customer acquisition standpoint, we started looking at that from paid ads. Now it's kind of hard to tell from paid ads on Amazon, whether you're acquiring a first time customer or a repeat customer, but for us, we've done the best job that we can. And so we look at paid ads now from a customer acquisition cost perspective. Um, meaning that if we're advertising on a generic keyword in our space for our products, we wanna see like what is the cost to acquire a customer? Because we know that we break even um, after a year, that's kind of what we're willing to spend. And so as long as we can acquire a customer at that break even gross profit over 12 months, then we're willing to basically spend um, acquiring customers all day long. So that allowed us to filter what keywords are working, not working, how much we're willing to spend on non-brand keywords on Amazon. And then the big goal here, where we found opportunities overall within ads, within individual products, if we could keep acquiring customers at break even, we just kept scaling and scaling and scaling and scaling. And so that allowed us to really push things up. Because I find most people, they have no idea what their lifetime value is on Amazon and they're missing out on big opportunities. So there's got a couple of ways to get your lifetime value on Amazon. Um, there used to be a page that I don't know if it's still there, but on your subscribe and save, if you have that on subscribe and save, there's a page that literally showed you your 12 month lifetime value of subscription versus non-subscription. Another way to do it is to do a cohort analysis manually. You literally export all the orders from say a year ago that month, say, say, you're, say you're doing the beginning of the year. And so if you export all the customers that bought from you from the first time of January of the year before, and then see how much they've spent, export all the other orders, match up the Amazon order IDs and see all the amount they've spent for the rest of the year. That single cohort from that January month that bought for the first time, how much stuff did those customers buy all the rest of the year? And then you have an idea of your 12 month lifetime value. We've actually just built this into a tool. So we have a software company called Zoof, Z-O-O-F.com. And we've just built this lifetime value feature in there. So that's another way to get it. Um, you can go there, get a free trial if you want, but that's also in there, or you can do it manually. And so uh, this has affected our business 
very well. So it's gone great for us. We've been able to scale up Amazon. It's another big channel. It used to be 10% of our sales, 20% of our sales, and now it's even more. And we're okay with that. I still want the majority of sales on Shopify because we control that platform, but I'm more than happy to get as many customers as possible from Amazon, even if they only stay on Amazon. Amazon's fine for that because uh, it's easy to buy from. I buy stuff from Amazon all the time. Shipping's fast, shipping's cheap. There's some stuff here in Austin. I can literally order it at like seven o'clock at night and it'll be like, do you want it delivered uh, between 7 and 8 a.m. or 10 and 11 a.m. And it's insane. It's that fast now. Um, so it's great from a customer's perspective. So I don't have any problem with having a chunk of my sales come from Amazon as long as the majority are happening on my own website. And I think this is a good way to scale up Amazon sales that a lot of people miss. So if you like this episode, if you want more strategies about becoming a more successful entrepreneur, growing in e-commerce, thriving as a business owner, please subscribe on the whatever podcast platform you're listening to or to my YouTube channel, and I'll see you tomorrow.